Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. One of my friends had asked me about how did I grow in discernment, and so I am answering that question as best I can (laughs) where I am at the moment. So yesterday I talked about the importance of knowing the scriptures, of gathering testimonies of how the saints have interacted with the Lord through time, and then also having a basic understanding about how the Lord speaks to us, that different people have a different mix of maybe four primary ways, such as feeling, hearing, seeing, or knowing. But because each of us are different in how we have those gifts, how they're distributed, it's more just like a, it's helpful to know and then we kind of move forward experimenting with the Lord. What, what is it that my particular experience is like? So I wanted to give a few stories in my own life around different things that have happened that have been informative for me. And so again, this is for me personally because of my own gift mix. So this perhaps won't be as applicable to you, but it might be applicable to somebody in your circle. So I mean, I preface that to just say, in humility, you're not doing anything wrong if none of these stories sound correct So, uh, or sound anything like your own experience. Yeah. Yeah. So Jesus, I just want to speak grace, grace, grace over the hearers. Thank you, Lord. So for me, I've had a couple of really uh, startling moments where I thought, oh, okay, yep, I I just had an increase in discernment here, or I needed somebody to teach me that I I knew what I knew, even though I didn't know it. So here would be an example. I once went to a conference, and one of the speakers was truly lovely, lovely woman. I loved her. She had prayed over me briefly, and I later looked her up and asked if I could have her mentor me in prayer. And the first call that we got on, uh, she offered a couple of things for me, kind of like, these are some of the things that I'm seeing. And that was pretty early on, probably the first couple of months after I had met Bob. And later in the day, I got on the phone with Bob and I was like, you know, I've just been kind of under the pile ever since this conversation. Here were a couple of the things that she said about me and how she's recommending that I deal with them. And Bob listened. And then he was like, you know, I would have said the complete opposite about both of those things. Um, I, I don't think that was going in the right direction. And what was interesting is once he said that, I realized I had not only been kind of under the pile, I had had a pretty severe stomach ache ever since my conversation with her. And once Bob said, yeah, I don't think that that's right. My stomach ache completely went away. It was like I had been burying this weight Um, Or like I had swallowed this heaviness and I didn't have to have it anymore. I could kind of get rid of it. And so I, I asked him, like, I don't understand. Like, this is clearly a very godly woman who walks in love. And because of that, I was perfectly happy to go against kind of my own internal body's ability to absorb, you know, or like my body was saying, like, no, no, this is not true. And, and yet like, how can this be? And we didn't really come to a satisfactory answer. I think part of that is just, we get to learn to exercise grace for one another. And so 
I still view her and hold her in the highest regard, but I, I thought, yeah, I don't think that she should be the one to mentor me. <laughs> I think that was, maybe that was the point that the Lord was trying to get across. But uh, anyway, that was, it was interesting. I, I think though, that's helpful to say my body actually knew that that wasn't a good word for me. My, that sense of like my stomach just kind of hurts. That was helpful. So another story, kind of related, but not entirely the same. I once was traveling, and uh, I ended up in an Airbnb in an area of a town I had never been before. And after a day or two there, I thought, wow, I am. I think I'm really sick. So I took a nap, and when I woke up from the nap, my first thought was, well, okay, let me preface this by saying I have been pre- pregnant five times, or I should say I've born five children. Each time I had thrown up over a hundred times. So I am a champion vomiter. I'm sorry for that too much information, but it is not difficult for me to throw up. And I recognize that sometimes when you throw up something that is yucky in your stomach, you feel better almost immediately. So I, anyway, when I woke up, I thought, oh, if I throw up partially digested food, I will know that I'm actually sick. But if I go and dry heave, then I recognize that this is actually something that is on me spiritually. And so this is just an interesting side note. When I look at deliverance among my friends, there is a range of what happens when believers get slimed, as I would call it, or have spiritual parasites, or otherwise are dealing with something in the spirit that is less than pleasant. So what happens is we have uh, like for one of my friends, she kind of, her muscles contort and her eyes roll back in her head, like what you would expect from the New Testament. One of my friends will be talking and all of a sudden in the middle of the talk go, <coughs> and then keep going. And at the end of whatever we were talking about, I'll say, did you realize that you coughed? You gave your classic deliverance cough right in the middle. And this is what we were talking about. So let's go ahead and pray that off of you. Another one of my friends is a massage therapist, part, uh, very occasionally, because of what I'm about to share. If she's done a massage on someone who is demonized, she goes and throws up a black tarry substance after uh, massaging. So the people she massages come away feeling fantastic, and she comes away vomiting out demonic stuff. And if you think about it, if you have ever thrown up as much as I have, when you vomit, like there's a really clear... Uh, understanding of what it is that is coming up, right? Like, oh, yep, I recognize this is my food, or it's like digested enough that there's a lot of stomach acid. So to blow up, blow up, throw up something that's kind of a black tarry substance, there's nothing in us that would produce that. That's clearly something demonic. So for me, if I have been dealing with something in the demonic realm, I kind of come to a midpoint between some of those options. So I don't give just a single cough, but I don't quite throw up. I basically dry heave and I feel fine. And then I dry heave and I should say, I feel fine. All of a sudden I get this really bad stomach ache. I dry heave. I don't throw anything up, but I dry heave for a little bit and then I feel fine again. So anyway, in this case, there I was in this foreign city, not feeling great. But I thought if I throw up food, it's something in the natural. And if I dry heave, it's something in the spiritual. So I got up, I dry heaved, nothing came up. And I thought, okay, 
Now, not only do I feel better, but I understand what's going on. So then it's just a matter of saying the Lord rebuke you, the Lord rebuke you, the Lord rebuke you over whatever it is that's in the atmosphere. And I will say that happens on a pretty regular basis for me at this point. If I am praying over a group of people, if I'm praying at the back of the room with my arms up, that's no problem. If I go and lay hands on someone, I would say it's more normal than not at this point for me to get the dry heaves. And (laughs) thankfully, it's not something that is like an instantaneous and like I can't, I don't have control over it. I think it's very precious. The scripture that says the spirits of the the spirit of the prophets is subject to the prophets. So I'll get that feeling, and then as soon as I can, make my way to a restroom or other facility outdoors or something, then I dry heave where I'm not going to be distracting. So meaning I don't have to stand in the middle of a group of people praying and like have this really dramatic dry heave episode. That would be um, distracting and embarrassing and really just flat out inappropriate. So I say all of that though, to say all of that is part of the process of discernment is saying, okay, this is a precious, let's say sister in Christ that I have prayed over who loves Jesus. And she's just carrying something. Maybe some, someone threw a spell on her. Maybe she accidentally walked through an area where there was a murder done at some point. There's lots of reasons why in this world, as we walk, we might have something come on us. And so it's not a problem to just say, oh, physically, I'm sensing this. Let me get rid of it. So that would be me as a feeler. Like I feel it very strongly in my stomach. But I have had it before where I was walking in a, on a different trip and a man was walking towards me and I thought, rapist. And I've never had that happen before, but when that happened, then it's a matter of praying through it. Like, Lord, what I asked that if, if he's the rapist, that you would convict him, that you would heal whoever he was um, violating. If it was a member of his family that was raped, then we ask for healing. It's just like kind of pray as you, as things come to mind when that happens. I once was walking in the mall and a young lady, probably in her teens, walked towards me. And I just had this split second glimpse of her, but I thought, oh, she's demonized. And that one I would say was a knowing. Like I, I absolutely knew it, but I couldn't tell you how I knew it. And in this case, I just thought that is not the burden I'm supposed to bear at this point. But you kind of check in with the Lord. Like, Lord, do you want me to do something with this information or not? All of these are pretty obvious things, I guess. Or like, I should say, not obvious, but they're kind of dramatic. The other thing, though, is that God actually loves us. He's our good father. And so part of what we get to do is just talk to him. Lord, what would you like me to do? So there are things, sometimes, I I know my friend Carla Pratico, she would say, I asked the Lord about what kind of peanut butter I should buy because there's more than one type and I know the Lord knows my body uniquely and so I just play the game with him. Like, okay, Jesus, which peanut butter should go in my cart? And then he tells me and I move on. And the beautiful thing about something like that is that it's a very low impact. <laughs> if you are not sure, in some ways, it doesn't actually matter. <laughs> it's just a matter of experimenting with trying to hear God's voice more clearly. And with 
with very low stakes. You know, it's just, it's precious then to kind of play some of these games. And that's really how it feels. I'm just playing a game with Jesus because he loves me and is interested in in my life. And he's excited to be a part of what I'm doing. He's excited that I invite him to be a part. Yeah. So Jesus, I ask that you would pour out your discernment on us that we would listen to your voice, that we would be wise to what you say. Lord God, I ask that we would make wise decisions, that we would be ah, ever more conformed to the pattern of your son. Thank you, Jesus. In your precious name, amen.